Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. It is amazing to have you. As per always, it is I, the the, the Trav, the genie, the person, the guy. The guy. I can say that because I am the only guy. And then we have Laura in the studio with us. Hello, everyone. There we go. We're getting better at introductions. It'll happen one day. It'll be flawless <laughs> and fluent one day. It'll be good. <laughs> as soon as it goes live, I'm like, oh, words. Give me words. <laughs> and we have Laura with us today. Oh, shit, that's me. Um, uh, Goodbye. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mind goes blank. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As soon as it's just like, hey, everybody. Nothing. Nothing there. <laughs> that's why I like improvising because I've I don't think well when I have a script. So <laughs> very opposite personalities trying to vibe. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be running through. Uh, oh, my God. How do I say it? The I haven't given it a real name yet. The Monday morning mindset blast. What would you call it? The Monday morning. Is mindset. this coming out on a Monday then? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be coming out on the Thursday. But the emails that I do on the Monday morning, the Monday morning mindset email blast meld. The oh, mm. no. <laughs> if you haven't experienced the mmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're going to have to think about that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll remarket that. But anyway, the emails that I chuck out on Monday, people have been resonating with them a hell of a lot and it's been really good. And someone said, why don't you just make one of them a podcast episode and talk in depth? So that's what I'm going to do. The now I need to be sort of figure out where I'm going with this to start off with, but I suppose with the well, you're talking to you're talking to someone who hasn't read the email herself, so I'm just going to be a curious cat on this one. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I suppose. Do you have any questions straight up, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, don't read my mind. That's totally cool. <laughs> so the reason that I wrote "fuck your expectations." Um, and I know I feel like Tennille is already judging me for explaining what's going on, but um, the reason that I wrote Fuck Your Expectations was because the amount of people that sign up and they're like, I want to lose a kilo a week, I want to do this, I want to do all of these awesome things, which don't get me wrong, they're amazing. It's always important to figure out where you're going. But the biggest thing that I found is that people's expectations of what they want to happen doesn't align with the reality of what actually happens and is needed to get them to where they want to go. Like perfect example is me in business right now. No fucking idea that this was going to happen. This was not my expectation. This is not what I had envisioned for myself. All I envisioned that I just wanted to be successful. I wanted to stop feeling like shit and I wanted to be successful. However, that came ideally in personal training because that's where my only qualification is. But if it was other avenues, that's totally fine. And as it just so happened, I was like, this is my career. I'm figuring this out. When I had so many more expectations to be like, I need it to work out like this. I'm going to go here and then do this. And I'm going to have this many people sign up and then this is going to happen. And then it's just going to be an awesome domino effect for the five-year plan. Domino number one didn't even fall. It just went completely opposite direction. Then I was like, cool, we're adapting. So yeah, I suppose the big thing that I want to get across in this one is just like, it doesn't have to meet your expectations because if I'm going to go Travis with this is like, who are you to, th to think that you have it all figured out and that you know what's best, especially like people obviously know what's best for themselves, but how do you know what's best for you in the grand scheme of where you want to go? How do you know yes. exactly that's what you need? I feel like this is um, when, when we were talking last time, we were saying how, most people who come to us have an idea of what they want to look like, but they, if you ask them what 
they want to feel like they have no idea and they can't relate. So mm. they're never going to have a goal of being like, I want to feel this and this and this, but they do know how they want to look and what the number on the scale needs to be. So I'm yep. guessing this is kind of what you're trying to get at. A little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. more the, um, I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. That's, that's what it is and that's what it's going to relate to. But just in like terms of the, yes, the weight loss, the physical aesthetic, but then also like, just what do you want from life? I don't think many people know exactly what they want from life. I know a lot of people know what they don't want. And some people are just too content to reach for something else. So I don't know you mean where I want. They're too you mean they're too comfortable in where they are right now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100% that. There's, it takes a lot for someone to sign up particularly for a program that is going to challenge your belief systems, thought patterns, fucking everything about you. So if it takes a lot for someone to get there, the ideal thing that I want in a perfect world is not to, isn't, is not to exist. That sounds fucking dark is <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I would like in an ideal world is to not have my job exist because people know how to take action and do those things. In reality, we're always going to exist because people need the accountability and support of, how the fuck do I actually get there? And in terms of the expectations of what do you want, the reason that I say fuck your expectations is because it's not going to work out the way that you think. It's usually going to work out better. And that concept of you are not in control right now, like you're always in control of your responses and your actions and what you're going to do. But what's going to happen to you and for you, you've got no fucking control over that. So why would you waste time talking about that? Or oh, sorry, why would you why would you waste time <laughs> thinking about that or worrying about that? Of like, oh my god, I need it to happen like this. Like, says who? So, but that but Trav, the unknown is very scary. It is. It is. The unknown <laughs> is scary. But what I found out is that the known can be even scarier because if I'm looking at like, I'm just going to use myself as the example because it's the only actual example that I have. If I'm looking, and then we've also got Ainsley's podcast, which is technically coming out soon, but by the time people hear this has already come out. Um, if you were to look at your life exactly how it is and nothing changes and you know it's going to be the exact same as what this is because you're not going to take action on it because of whatever reason, because fear of the unknown. If it's going to be exactly this in five years' time, are you going to be happy with that? And for a lot of people, the answer is no. Yeah. I this Actually, this topic, not knowing what you were going to talk about, is so relevant to what's happening to me right now. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Um, because I went to that Joe Dispenza event um, last week and he was yeah. talking all about this, about the unknown and how people are really comfortable in the known, in the predictability of their life. Mm. And stepping outside of that is really scary. And I even spoke to some clients afterwards about this and I was, you know, so excited about what I've been learning and like what I'm doing in my own life. And then when I mention it to them, they're like, okay, so I know that my life at the moment, there, there is a like another solution. There is a direction where I can get out of the hole that I'm in. But I'm really comfortable in that hole. Like it's really scary to mm. start changing things because it's almost like it's part of that person's identity. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. And the thing for that is, I mean, again, I could talk about all the different clients, how this is applied to, but just for myself, because I don't know who's listening to this. So insert your own sort of belief systems, thought patterns to this podcast. And I'm just going to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> so it is scary doing something that you don't know, like knowing that you need to make that change. It's scary as all shit. And then being comfortable with where you are is I prefer to say, content. I have no idea why. I think it's because once upon a time I heard the idea that as soon as you are content, you stop pushing for something. So I'm always 
I'm always looking for something to push for and to reach for, to improve and to get better. That doesn't mean that I don't stop to smell the roses and be grateful for what I have and everything. But I've noticed that whenever I've become content in something, I've always stopped pushing. And when I've become content in something, I've started losing that thing that I'm very content with because I've stopped doing the things that actually get me to where I want to go. So, and then insert any business pod coaching podcast ever that I consumed when I was younger. Like if you're not growing, then you're dying. Then I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, <laughs> surely it can't be that black and white. But from experience so far is that that's relatively the case. <laughs> I feel like instead of dying, I think like existing is probably a better term to use <laughs> rather than like, if you're not growing, you're dying. If you want to. <laughs> if you want to be positive about it, Laura, Jesus. <laughs> Just in case anyone's listening to this and currently existing and, you know, they don't, I don't want them to think anything really sinister is going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Justin Bieber, never say never, but, you know, uh, <laughs> this is general. <laughs> this is not the fucking TikTok comment section. It's like, I'm not getting into your specifics right now. I'm, just, I'm speaking general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's scary shit in order to go to the unknown. But for me, the easiest thing is obviously getting out of the known was incredibly difficult because you don't know what that path is insert all of the good reasons for having a coach and a mentor and all of these people that ask the right questions and figure out how do you get from a to b and what do you want and how do you bridge that gap that's awesome because i've had them for fucking years and they've been massively instrumental i hope that's the word instrumental in getting me to where i am today in terms of pushing someone out of their comfort zone or you know if they are comfortable there then fantastic don't don't change because if you're comfortable then that's fine but there has to be some sort of ringing there has to be some sort of belief in you to be like well i am comfortable here but then at the same time based on what someone's saying it's like yeah this hole is incredibly comfortable and i like existing here because of the routine and it's predictable and i know exactly what's happening but then they're also saying something needs to change something needs to happen to be able to get to where I'm going. So it's like, okay, are you are you comfortable and enjoying the predictability or do you want and need that change? Which which one is it? Because if we're wanting that change and needing that change, but we don't want to make that change because we're comfortable staying in this hole and they've, I mean, from what you said, they've described it as a hole, staying in that hole, which one is it? Because it's always like, we're wanting this thing, but I'm admitting I'm not going to do anything about it. So it's either forget about the thing that you want or do something about it. That's where right. my head goes. So in trans, like how this translates into behavior, when you've got a client and they're going through this and you're explaining that it's in order to grow, they have to get out of their comfort zone and be able to push themselves. How do is there a strategy that you go about them actually taking action? Because I think a lot of the time hearing the words is one thing, but actually doing something about it is a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's me being me. I don't have a particular strategy that I use because it is quite literally this person needs this, this person needs that. But mm -hmm. in terms of the, if I were to come up with like a strategy or like the generalities of what's worked for most people <coughs> is almost looking at what do you want? I want to do this. Or even if people don't know what they want, what don't you want? Just highlighting something that they can target that they are either needing or wanting or desire or whatever, insert synonym here. So they can go and achieve that and they know what they're doing. Cool. What is the first step to getting there? I don't care about, well, I'm going to have to, if we're just talking weight loss, well, I'm going to have to go to the gym five days a week. I'm going to have to start meal prepping. I'm going to have to start tracking calories. I'm going to have to do insert every marketing video you've ever seen for quick weight loss here or just weight loss in general. I don't care about what is it going to look like in terms of your dream ideal lifestyle? What is that ultimate person? I care about what is the person next week? What is the person tomorrow? What's just one little thing that you can do to do that? Master that thing. 
And then as soon as you get good at that thing and you're like, oh, cool, I don't have to think about it as much. It's not scary. What's the next thing that you can do? And just slowly starting to do that. So then it's like, oh, I go to the gym one day a week. Cool. What's the next step from there? Well, I could probably make time for two days a week. Cool. Do that. As soon as each little thing starts to get established, just like building a house, just go one little thing at a time. And then when it's done, boom, six months, 12 months, 24 months, however long it is, they're out of that hole. I'm going to, I'm going to say that's a strategy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like, think that's awesome. I like, I, I do very similar to you as well. And I think both of us have learned, or I think both of us have learned that if you yeah. were to actually, <laughs> if you were to throw someone into the deep end and be like, right, in order to get to from A to B, you have to do all of these things. You have to make sure that you have, oh, I don't know, four meals mm. a day, train five times a week, all of these things and do it all at the same time then it's suddenly like okay that seems way too far-fetched right now i really want to stay in my comfortable bubble of yeah. predictability it's almost like not a to b at that point it's like a to z and it's like all right cool here's the rest of the alphabet that you have to do exactly there's just a big obstacle course which just seems completely uh out of reach yeah 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 i mean yeah i'm with you on that that makes sense um I feel like I do the same thing. The interesting thing is that the theme of this podcast, like it's, you're focused on like someone's whole life really. Now, most clients come to us and their main goal is weight loss. So that's their initial goal. Mm. So how would you navigate that? Do you reckon some people would be standoffish at the thought of changing so many things in their life yes. because they're just <laughs> looking for that one thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are going to be standoffish in literally, I mean, it depends what you mean by standoffish as well, but there's going to be, I'm just going to take that as like resistance. There's going to be a resistance mm -hmm. on fucking everything. There's, I have not had a client, actually, that's a lie. I've had like two or three clients that have had no resistances through the entire way. And I was like, I didn't do enough for this person. Like everything worked. I so sometimes well. get that too. Yeah. <laughs> I've had clients like that where you're like, you want to say that you did something to help them, but you're like, yeah. I just stood there and watched you. Yeah. Yeah. What do I, what do I do? You should probably do this thing. Okay. I've mastered it. What now? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> This next thing, that's already done. More than that, please. <laughs> yep, I've been there. <laughs> Gets to the end of the program and you're like, well, your life's changed. Good work on doing it. And they're like, thank you so much. This program was amazing. It was life-changing. Bitch, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you yeah. did it. <laughs> I'll take the credit, but I did shit. <laughs> okay, that doesn't happen with everyone. I just want to make a note of that. <laughs> Yeah, we the, do yeah, do well, something. Yeah, if that was how simple it was, we would charge so much more. We'd be billionaires. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, there's been like two or three people since I started doing the actual transformation program as it is known now. Uh, I think like five years, I think it's been. Two to three, I'm doing my absolute best. Every fiber of my being is doing everything it can to not get caught up on timelines because I suck at them. And I'm just like, it's fine. doesn't matter if it's six years or five years. It's, it's all good. It's fine, Trap. <laughs> Two or three people, I reckon, have been absolute smooth sailing, haven't needed anything other than do this, weekly call, fine. And for everyone else, the other 99.5% of people that fall into the category of, sweet, so you're going to do this. Oh, nah, nah, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't want to. I don't want to do that just yet, please. Like, cool. What do you think the first step to doing that is? Or why don't you want to do it? Or why do you want to do it? What else do you think we can do instead? Asking all of those millions of difference of questions to figure out what is the first step for you. And I can't tell you how many people on the initial phone call where I'm like, I have started doing this incredibly smart thing. So if you have had recently a call with me to sign up or you have had the call with me at all to just discuss programs, you have more than likely heard me say, are you opposed to calorie and macro tracking? 
Or have you done calorie macro tracking in the past? And if it's yes, then it is, how's your experience with that? Instead of just, we do calorie macro tracking. Because as soon as I say that, people freak out because of different experiences and different whatever that they've had by using that tool. Plus, I love getting a yes by getting the person to say no. Are you opposed, like, for example, Beth, are you opposed to going to Mexican tonight? No, I'm not opposed to it. Cool, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sweet, let's go. She's like, no, 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 I want to explore my options. Like, no, you said you weren't opposed to it. Are you opposed to it? No, it's like, oh, fantastic. Let's go. Oh, what a sales strategy, Trav. You're giving your secrets away. <laughs> I know, I have. Absolutely, I have. Would you be opposed to starting the program right now? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. They're good. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I was just kidding anyway. Goodbye. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so people have the, in terms of like the weight loss and I can't remember if this is where we were, but it's where we are now. People have the expectations of, I want to lose weight. And particularly for the people that we are, to be completely honest, we're marketing towards. You've done this program. You've done that. You've done that. You've done every diet under the sun. And yet none of it has worked. So obviously the people that we're hitting, they have expectations of how to lose weight. And I say it on every single one of my, well, not every single one, but a high amount of my Instagram posts of like, you know how to lose weight. You're very good at it. You set your goal, you hit it, you crush it. You're absolutely amazing at doing that. But you suck at keeping the weight off. Why is that? And then that's usually the question of, oh, yeah, why why can I not keep the weight off? What is it? I lose weight really good. And then hopefully from that, people start asking the different questions. Instead of how do I lose weight, it's now, well, yeah, he's got a good point. I've lost weight. I know how to do that. So what do I do differently? And then usually that's where it starts the conversation to get people involved or they just start listening to the podcast and they don't need to sign up because we're so fucking good at what we do. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, I say that like it was <laughs> like I didn't just cost us a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is the last episode of the podcast. So thanks for joining. <laughs> if you've got questions, DM us. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> people... People have the expectations on how to lose weight. If you're talking calorie macro tracking, what does that look like for this person? The most common situation or conversation that I have with someone is, have you tracked calories macros in the past? Yes. Uh, How was your experience with that? It was absolutely shit. Why was it shit? Well, it was on 1,200 calories and we did this and it was a meal plan from this and I couldn't deviate from it at all. And when I did, I felt like I fucked up and I was a failure because I went over it and just having one little thing put me over by like 200 calories and then that, that, and then insert the, not the ramble, but the massive amount of context that we need for what is someone's situation at the moment for calorie macro tracking. And then of course, if someone doesn't want to do it, I've got a handful of clients at the moment out of, as I check my wall, like 20 clients that I'm currently working with, 19 that I'm currently working with. Oh, I thought, I thought you were looking at the wall because there was a fly on it or something. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> No, checking the post-it notes. <laughs> How many people do I have? I think there's like 19, 4, 8, 12, 16. Oh, there's 20. Look at that. There's 20 people up there. And there's a handful up there that are already, that are working with me that are not tracking calories and macros. So we can absolutely do that. But people have expectations of how to do stuff. And when we come in and immediately challenge that expectation to be like, no, we're not doing it like this. Like this, this is what we do it for, or this is how we do it, or this is how we do things differently. Because so thing- you're not you're not just talking about expectations of results. You're talking about expectations of getting from A to B. Yes, both of them. Yep, yep. The entire the entire journey, the entire everything, everything, life, life. <laughs> italics, <laughs> and bold <laughs> expectations of life. We are now a psychology mindset. Um, <laughs> well, we are so, yeah. really, aren't we? Well, yeah, we sort of are. I mean, you're literally accredited for it, so that's fine. We can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You just made this shit up, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm just the guy in the background that's louder than everyone else, so they have to listen, right? <laughs> you have to believe me. I'm charismatic. You're doing a good job at it. You're doing Thank all you. right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually a taxidermist, so I've fooled everyone this far, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Yeah, I mean, the expectations of literally everything. 
is I could talk about literally just driving to the gym. You're going to hear a song on the radio or you want to listen to your, your phone and it's going to be slightly different. You go to like plug your phone into the AUX and it doesn't connect. It's going to make someone shitty. Instead of just like that, oh, well, that's weird. I'll figure it out later. And then get to the gym, finish your workout, have fun, do whatever. And then even just working out. Maybe for me, my shoulders are going to be pinging that day and something's not going to work out. But the adaptability of these are the results or these are what I'm wanting from life or the gym or anything is the this is the intention that I have for it. This is the goal that I would like to achieve. This is the thing this is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that's the thing i have no expectations of how i'm going to get there i just know that i'm going to get there i don't know if it's a b c or if it's a c b d f g x q I fucking no idea and challenging someone's expectations is in my opinion amazing because it gets them to think not only think differently but then how do you get to six? Three plus three. Cool. It's also four plus two and two plus four and five plus one. And then it just opens up a whole bunch of different avenues to explore for maybe I want to think about this differently. Maybe I want to approach it a different way. And then when people yeah. become or they don't have that set expectation of, oh, you're going to track calories and macros, that fucking sucks because every time you've done it, it's been 1,200 calories. Cool. We're going to do calorie macro tracking, but we're just going to do calories and protein and give you 1,900 calories. That's immediately going to set off fireworks in someone's head to just be like, nah, not doing it. That is like <laughs> against everything I've You're ever You're going to make me fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a criminal. <laughs> you took my money. But I actually, I actually have a, like a similar example to this. So I had a client who was I actually did a TikTok on this literally today. So it's very raw in my mind. But uh, she was obsessed with weighing herself. And but it would like she was so emotionally attached. And every time she weighed herself, and it went the scale went down, she was like, Oh, my God, I lost fat. Woohoo. And then every time it went up, she was like, Oh, my God, I've gained fat. And it was like a vicious loop that she was stuck in. And so a lot of a lot of fitness professionals would say like okay we're just not going to look at the scale we're just not going to look at it and this is some sometimes what i would do with certain individuals and i'd say like right we're not going to focus on the scale at all i got her to weigh herself every single day and we discussed the fluctuations i was like during the last two weeks you've seen it go slightly up slightly down slightly up 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 down 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 and i said to her i was just like do you think that's your the only thing that's affecting your weight is the amount of fat you're losing or gaining and she's just like nah there must be something else going on because that's really weird and then when we started talking about it more she was just like oh and then she started finding it really useful to see her weight to actually detach herself from what it used to mean to her and it's just a completely different way, I think, of how a lot of people would go about something like that. They would usually say, like, okay, let's just stay away from the scales because that's a trigger for you. But let's yep. just go, let's immerse ourselves in it and understand <laughs> it better and give let's you the education. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just trigger you so much to the point where you don't care anymore. And yep. nah, she doesn't care. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love so that. So there you go. That's an expectation that we just, like, yeah, wasn't anything that she... Thought go. was going to happen. Yeah, and that's what I love as well about the um. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh, I know what I would do in that situation." And you just said exactly what I would do in that situation. Obviously, it depends on the person. Yeah. But I'm like, "All right, cool. Let's trigger. Let's figure it out." Because <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, and then again, that first phone call that I have with everyone, man, I fucking outlay a lot of information in that call. Is Whatever your workouts are, whatever your nutrition is, if there's calories, macros, whatever, I'm going to use those as the emotional spark plugs. So something bad is going to happen or not bad, but something not ideal or not to plan or whatever is going to happen to your workouts. Maybe you don't have time to get four in for that week, or maybe you only get like two in because work's been crazy. Maybe you go over your calories. Maybe you're insanely under your calories. It's not going to go to plan. And that's exactly what I want because you're going to, for lack of a better term, you're going to feel like shit because of it. 
And when you feel like shit, that's going to spark this negative emotion. And I'm going to catch that negative emotion, bottle it. And then on our coaching call, I'm going to be like, cool, how do we move through this? What are we going to do? Why do you think that's there? So when the person's triggered, and I know that you do this very well, is that you don't trigger people. Just be like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> it's like fuck Tie you them trigger. to the scales. <laughs> <laughs> just start triggering everyone and just be like, do it. Do it now. <laughs> I've got the credentials. I can do what I like. <laughs> See this piece of paper? It means I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> so when... I, the term is like working through your triggers so that you can remove them because otherwise you're going to be walking around on eggshells to just be like, no, that triggers me. I can't do that. No, this triggers me. I can't do that. And then all of a sudden you're living a life of I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And you're looking for things that are going to protect you, which more than likely leave you in that hole of being content and being comfortable with the predictability of it because you don't have to worry about potentially going out of your room or going out of the house and stepping on an eggshell or a mousetrap or something fucking terrible. And then being like, I knew it. I'm taking that as a sign for why exactly I shouldn't do this because I felt bad because here's a thousand triggers that I haven't actually worked through in the past. So now that all of these triggers exist, as soon as one of them goes off, I'm taking that as a sign to not take action and not go for my goal. When it could be the sign like, hey, here's something that you, you need to work on to remove this thing from you so that you next time that comes up because i feel like i can just umbrella term this of life it's gonna happen it's fucking depending on who you ask life is either incredibly good or incredibly terrible unless you get to those real stoic people and then they go life just is i'm like oh okay <laughs> you fucking asshole <laughs> yeah i mean it's all about perceptions isn't it like the same thing can happen to two different people and they just have a completely different outlook and they have totally different realities of the same thing happening mm. and that's yeah. something that i put i can't remember if it's this email but i'm just going to pretend that it is there was something that was on my facebook feed like 13 14 years ago like back when i was a teenager and it was just a picture of some like two guys sitting in the gutter one of them was a classic businessman suit and tie everything and it like in the cartoon, it had like a rainbow on his side and everything was all good. He had a car. It was all, he was quote unquote successful. On the other side, there was a, essentially like a homeless man, brown bottle in his hand. And there was like storm clouds on his side. It was just everything negative on that side. And both of them had the same speech bubble. It's like, I, I drink because my dad drank. And then on the other person who was super successful, it was, I don't drink because my dad drank. So same thing happened to and you know they were the exact same cartoon and thing so it was meant to be like oh they're twins or brothers or whatever um but same situation happened to roughly the same people two completely different outcomes because of the action that one of them took or well the actions that they took for that thing happening to them so i, I don't know why that stuck into my head but i was like oh holy shit it changed something in me so it was like, it doesn't yeah, matter what. To be honest, that's that's really powerful. I mean, in order to mm. change your reality, you have to look at changing your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors. You have, yeah. to, you have to make a change. Not all at once, baby steps. Yeah. And you don't have to fucking Hulk jump out of the hole. That would be scary. It's, <laughs> I had a client, we had a, I mean, if you could, that'd be fucking, that would scare me watching someone jump <laughs> 400 feet in the sky, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be our client. <laughs> yeah, no fucking thank you. You should be in the Olympics. Goodbye. <laughs> so, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I just imagined the Hulk in a leotard. But... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I've lost it. I need you to take over. Some, I'm just thinking about something the Hulk. about Something about your client. You were saying... Mm. Yes. Client, Changing your reality. Gym anxiety. Yes. Massive gym anxiety. Um, oddly enough, I've done a TikTok on it too. So take that, Laura. <laughs> um, this client had massive gym anxiety. And before we even started, it was like, how many times do you want to get to the gym? Oh, I want to go like four or five days a week. And I was like, cool. What's realistic? Like, Probably three. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's program for three days a week. Let's do that. And after 
I think two weeks, something like that, super early in the program. It was, I can go to the gym, cardio is all fine, everything's awesome. But then as soon as I finish my cardio or think about finishing my cardio and going to the weight section or doing the other part of the program, I almost have like a panic attack. So I gave her a, the idea of through the conversation that we had, it was, do you know where the weights are that you need? Do you know what the machines are that you're using and where they're located and this and that? Short answer was no. So I go, cool. If we're having a panic attack and we're doing something, the panic attack is going to raise our heart rate. And if we're doing something that's going to raise our heart rate, it's going to be very hard to get out of raising our heart rate and manage that. So I want you to have a transition period mentally and physically between cardio and your weights. So if that means that you go to the free weight section, go to the free weight section, (laughs) just fucking dive in. If you go to the stretching area and do stretching or foam rolling or like a 10 minute yoga flow or something like that, or insert anything that Laura would prescribe here and (laughs) tension and meditation, that one, if you go and do that, and then transition into the weights that you're doing, that's going to be a lot more tolerable for you. Plus, instead of just jumping from something that you're super comfortable with to something that you're super uncomfortable with, anyone would feel like crap. It's like if someone just handed me the keys to a fucking F, like a McLaren or something like that, and they were like, here you go, <laughs> have fun. I'd be like, yeah, I know how to drive. I don't want to touch the accelerator though. I'm scared I'm going to go through the wall. <laughs> a bit different. But familiarize yourself with your surroundings first take little baby steps to get out there so one week it was quite literally just between cardio go to the stretching area and then the next week it was from the stretching area or not even using the stretching area you can pick do two laps of the machines in the gym because it goes cardio machines free weights so get off Wait, the hang on. get off the cardio in the gym setup well I- as in she's doing a run around the gym equipment? I don't understand. She's doing two laps. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so, don't do that. <laughs> that's okay. I'll rephrase. She's not running around the freeway section. She's walking, exploring. It's almost like oh, a I cool see. I, in my head, you say two laps and I'm thinking sprints. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why did my head go straight for that? That's okay. I explained it poorly. (laughs) If you're feeling anxious, just sprint. Sprint away from your problems. (laughs) Sprint away the frustrations. You'll be all right. (laughs) It'll figure itself out probably. (laughs) So the transition period between cardio was, you know where the, the, oh, my God, you know where the machines that you need are. You know roughly the location of them. But when you finish the cardio, get off, take a breather, just chill, and then just go for a, a cool down walking lap of the machines and just, oh, there's the leg press. Oh, there's the extension. There's there's this, there's that. Okay, cool. So then later on, for example, last week, she can just go straight from cardio into the, the weight section because she knows where stuff is. She's familiarized herself with the environment, but going from like that A to Z type of mentality, if I had just said, just fucking do it, just jump in, just get in there. No one really cares, you know, that you're even there. For some people that works for, I mean, from the people that we work with, the majority of them, it doesn't work. We need an in-between. We need a, we need something that is a first step. And that first step is going to be, yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, carry on. You you go, you go, you go. I'm (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's just interesting what you said like at the start this is about expectations and I can imagine people listening to this who have done programs in the past um probably have not been have not dealt with coaches who are this I don't want to say gentle because it's not like we're gentle but we're caring for the individual and really understand where they're coming from someone who has anxiety and panic attacks you have to treat very differently to someone else who's not in the same boat. Like Mm. knowing that you will be looked after throughout the journey. We're not going to say, right, you have to do five training sessions. We're expecting you to do this, this, and this straight off the bat and walk in and know exactly what you're doing. Like it's not going to be like that dependent on the person. 
Mm. I just, I think that's a good thing for people listening to know. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, the good thing is I've, and again, by the time people are listening to this, Ainsley's podcast is going to be out where I essentially just touch on the fact that I can choose, how do I say this? I can choose what mask I want to put on. If I want to be incredibly caring and empathetic, I can do that. I can match someone's energy and what they're needing extremely well because Mm -hmm. insert narcissism household growing up. So being able to match energies and flows and things to, you know, protect or whatever, I can just do that really well. So for one person, incredibly caring, empathetic, let's just do this one little step. Let's just focus on that. Everything else has gone really well, but just this is what we need for this week. And then I feel like that's going to be our next step. And then in Ainsley's podcast and for her experience going through, we hit a point in week 12 where I was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you're doing all your numbers. All this stuff is really well. Every week we come into the call and you say everything is like super well, super well, super well. And yet we're still saying like in the email check-in, something's going wrong. So what is it? What are we here for? You're losing weight. It's done. What else are we here for? And that hard approach was something that I was like, as I was thinking like, this is what she's going to need. She never told me that was what she was going to need, but I could just feel that's what she needed. And then, oh my God, the amount of relief when she responded to it positively. I was like, oh, thank fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that always happens when you have to give someone a bit of tough love and then you're like, yeah, uh, is that all right? <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're right. Like, oh, good. <laughs> but yeah, it's based on the individual and what they need in that moment. And for, you know, for multiple clients, it's been tough love. For majority of clients, it's been empathetic and caring because of the expectations that they had that I was going to be that just fucking do this and then this and then this. And then when you finish, you're done. Don't talk to me ever again. And I think it shocks people a little bit when I'm on the phone and I was like, by the way, when you finish the program, you can still message me and talk to me and be in the Discord community and I'm still going to coach you, but you have to reach out for it. And I'll check in every now and then just to make sure stuff's going on, but you can still do that. And they're like, how much is it? I was like, it's it's free. You've paid, you've paid for the program. You've paid for a result. I'm going to make sure you keep that result. We actually care. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I don't get it. Do you need the deed to my house? I'm not sure. Take yeah. it anyway. <laughs> we don't just want your money. We actually want to see you thrive. That's that's mm. why we're here. Exactly. And to be completely honest, if we take your money and help you thrive in such a positive way, you're going to go tell more people about it and we're going to make more money. So it would make <laughs> sense for us <laughs> to make sure. Oh, that that's all we care about. <laughs> exactly. We only care about your money. That's it. <laughs> there we go. So, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a win win in every single situation. The more people that we help, that's that's the reason that we're in the industry is to help people. It just so happens that you know we have bills to pay as well, and we need to do things so that we can expand, so that we can reach more people, so we can help more people, and do the thing that we wanted to do when we initially got into the industry. So making sure that someone just has a different approach and can achieve their results in a unique way to also keep them to be the best coaches that they have ever had in their life. It seems like a fucking positive situation for everyone involved. (laughs) I think also we wouldn't still be coaches after all this time if we didn't care. Like if we were just concerned with the money, I don't think we'd Mm. be here today. Fuck no. (laughs) No, I'd be in sales somewhere. I'd be hating my life selling, like, I don't know, probably Harvey Norman. <laughs> Harvey I Norman? I, I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my came to my mind. They have commissions. I'd pick something with massive commissions. I thought you'd that. say something like a Ferrari salesman. At least you'll get a really, really good commission. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's either, it's one of two things. One, it would just be something with massive commissions and try and do that, except real estate, because I tried that and it fucking sucked. Something where people have to come to you. Like, that's why Harvey Norman was the thing where it's like, what do I need? Fuck, if I know, pick the expensive one. Why? Because it's expensive. That means it's good. <laughs> God, but, I would, no, I don't think I'd ever go into sales. No. 
No. Too stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the stress. Because <laughs> nah, like, not oh, that. I have all the potential <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I can do this. And then again, that's why I'm here because I was I didn't have boundaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do seventy hours a week. That'll be fine. Three years later, I feel like shit all the time. Why is that? And then Beth was like, "You're working too much." Nah, could do eighty. I think do 80. <laughs> I love I love how you're like the opposite to me. Like I quit jobs over the length of the commute. Like <laughs> I yeah. I am all about like making sure that like work life balance is perfect. <laughs> yep. And yet you're jumping on a one hour train ride to get down here for a gym session. And you're just like, yeah, it's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all about the journey, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll quit a job because of the journey there. But it's all about the journey. <laughs> yeah, but that's a much nicer journey than traveling up to London. That, from yeah. like for an for an hour and a half. I used to do an hour and a half commute each way. Um and then go to the gym, end up going to the gym, finishing at like eight thirty nine, having dinner, going to bed, waking up at like five yeah. again and doing it all over again that yeah, that's that's, cool. that's shit <laughs> I don't those days. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> they're terrible but yeah again i mean expectations laura you fuck them off <laughs> get, get better ones <laughs> <laughs> well i've now done it to i've now kind of steered my life to be able to have like minimal commute, have a job which I really love and have a good work-life balance. So I've done well. <laughs> I've nice. done all right. <laughs> done extremely well. We like that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all the topics. That's, I mean, all the topics. It's only one topic, but that's pretty much everything that was in my head. I just wanted to, I wanted to give a hell of a lot of context for expectations of doing something is that, more than likely someone's, I mean, more than likely, pretty much all the time, someone's expectations is coming from a past experience. So being able to judge a potential future experience or something that you're looking forward to based off a past experience, if all of them have been negative, I mean, we could go down, I could go down that rabbit hole for fucking ever, but ask the right questions. If you're worried about it being a 1200 calorie meal plan, if we're just talking weight loss, because again, life if you're worried about it being a 1200 calorie meal plan, ask the person, even if it's not us, ask the coach, what is this program? Like, what do I get for it? How does this work? And just outline everything. Ask all the questions. Ask a million fucking questions. Be annoying with the questions because you're going to spend a lot of time with your coach. If it's us, if it's someone else, you're going to spend a fuckload of time with them. They should, in my opinion, again, expectations, be asking a lot of questions to you as well to figure out what is your life? How does it work? And then how can we supplement your life as opposed to turning it into like this second job of you have to go to the gym six days a week because that's that's my philosophy and my belief and my expectations of how you hit this result. And just be inquisitive. Ask a million different questions because your past experience is the only thing that you have to really dictate what this future experience is going to look like. And if you've only had negative experiences, then it would be fair to say that you're going to feel rather negative about doing this potential future thing. So get all the questions out, get all your concerns out, get them all done to be like, oh, fuck. Perfect example. Someone signed up recently and they said, here's all the negative experiences that I had. I immediately responded to the email because we had the call and then said, that sounds absolutely shit. Here's what I'm going to do to fix it. And here's how we operate. And here's what I can promise through this. I'm also going to put that in writing. I'm also going to make sure that it's in the contract and that you can do this and that all this, this, this. She came back, she was like, I'm still skeptical, but you answered everything from what I wanted to hear. So I'm going to do it. I was like, cool. <laughs> that fantastic. Like if at any point, of course, then this, 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 this outlined in writing and in the contract, but you can cancel, you can do this. I'll give you your money back. You can do all of these things because it's in writing and it's on a contract and both of us have signed. And I mean, again, you can be quizzical or skeptical about it as much as you want to be like, this sounds too good to be true. But I mean, that's us. <laughs> we Welcome are to true. the fitness genie. <laughs> I was about to say we're the unicorns, but we're fucking, they're genies. We're genies right here. I was, <laughs> we're 
we are the unicorns of the genie verse. <laughs> we make we make magic happen. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, mic drop. Uh, I was going <laughs> to drop my mic and that would be insanely loud and I didn't want to put people Don't through do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, I'm, I'm done. Is there anything that, <laughs> is there anything you wanted to add? <laughs> Me too, Trav. Let's just go. <laughs> I'm Fuck done. This. Let's just change lives. <laughs> it's going to make magic happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you're I'm over it. Let's it go. <laughs> no, I'm I'm totally with you. Um, it's with growth comes change, and it's uh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. There we go. Yep. Done. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then if people haven't heard it already, because I don't know what podcast people have listened to and what amount of content people have listened to, but just because you're getting out of your comfort zone doesn't mean you can't go back there. You're allowed, you're allowed to have a comfort zone. You're allowed to have a place where you feel safe and comforted and comforted. That's the word I'm after. Safe and comforted and like nothing can touch you and it's just judgment-free, shame-free, guilt-free, all that stuff. You're allowed to have that zone and you can go out, familiarize yourself with the world, be uncomfortable, learn, adapt, take the skills, bring them back to your comfort zone and then unpack everything that you had. You're allowed to pick which zone you want to be in. It doesn't have to be a Travis experience where it's just like, I'm going to be uncomfortable 24-7 because that's what it takes for growth, I hear, and then burn out like all shit and bad stuff. So <laughs> maybe learn no, from no. it. No, we do baby steps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, let us know. Scream at us on the street if you see us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right on track i can do this i can sign off i can't i can't get distracted with my family guy humor so he's losing his shit <laughs> oh it's it is i'm like a constant anyway um if you enjoyed this podcast let us know feel free to leave a review wherever it is that you are leaving reviews or listening to us if you want to get involved in the chat again get into the discord community the link is in our instagram bio uh obviously the fitness genie is at the fitness genie if you want to follow laura which if you're following the genie if you're not following laura you're doing yourself a disservice so go over and follow laura at laura mc gould g-o-u-l-d g-o-u-l-d yeah my god it's right in front of me wrong. um but follow both of us make sure you're consuming the content obviously if you want to get involved with the discussion for the podcast and questions and topics that you would like discussed and also answer all of your questions we ask our community in the discord community again instagram bio otherwise if you loved this feel free to tag a friend share it with people that you think it's going to resonate with as well that would help us a lot um but otherwise just leave a review because that is all i can really ask we don't really i mean we don't have any sponsors for this we don't take money we just jump on and talk shit because we just want to give back to our community where we can so yeah leave a review it's not even a please consider leaving a review apparently just fucking give it expectations <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah that's it you already know all the good stuff where we are and all that stuff follow us at the fitness genie at laura mc gould and we'll see you in the next one have an amazing week bye guys <laughs>